With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. And it's hour two on this Wednesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Come on in, stay a while. We got a interesting poll question. Didn't know we would stumble upon this, but we did. And Seton even forewarned me. He said, oh, if you ask this question, you're opening up a can of worms. Seton, give the question and the results so far from the first hour of this award-nominated program. Well, this is based off of Colin Morikawa saying that he puts his cereal into his milk rather than milk under his cereal, yeah. which is very concerning. Even Justin Thomas is one of the first. You going milk first is more of a concern than you going anywhere, <laughs> which included the lift tour. Lift tour. <laughs> <laughs> right now, uh, we have got uh, still 95% of the audience uh, pour cereal into their milk. All right. We'll get to more phone calls. Right, excuse me. The other way around. Cereal, then milk. Yeah. yeah. We'll get to that coming up. More phone calls on that. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning to Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio, and the other radio affiliates around the country. Also, you can watch on Peacock. Download the app, and you can watch for free. Gronk retires. Deshaun Watson settles 20 of 24. We've got game four. I'm calling it pivotal game four. Abs and the Lightning. The British Open is going to take the live golfers, at least for the time being this season. Yesterday, the world of golf was hit with another bombshell. Three weeks after Dustin Johnson and Phil Mickelson announced their plans to join the Saudi tour, you had Brooks Kepka announcing that he would also be joining the new tour. Now, we can go back and forth on what's more valuable, the money or legacy, but it's hard to turn down life-changing amounts of money. Dustin Johnson's deal with the Live Tour is supposed to be four years, 125. So his average salary is going to be $30 million without winning a single tournament. So that's more than double what Scotty Scheffler has earned so far this year. And Scheffler has had the most lucrative year in PGA Tour history. Still unclear what the PGA Tour is going to do with uh, the future, with majors. As of right now, the Live players allowed to compete So until the tour finds a better way to maybe uh, deter these players from jumping ship, the rush for the live money will continue. And it is that it's it's basically a gold rush for uh, for some of these players. But if the majors are going to be in play, I understand that they can have their cake and eat it, too. And uh, that's what's happening. There was an article. uh, This was in uh, Golf Week. Eamon Lynch the headline is, the Saudis put a horse's head in Brooks Kepka's bed. He couldn't refuse their offer. Going back to the Godfather. Well, they didn't threaten him, and I don't think I would be using putting a horse's head in Brooks Kepka's bed. They basically uh, probably two, put $200 million in his bed. 
But the, uh, the writer goes on to say, there is a trend apparent among players going to the Live Tour. Beyond the obvious thirst for money, in almost every case, their long-term ability to consistently compete against the world's best on the PGA Tour is questionable. Be it on the basis of physical longevity, Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau. He says, uh, uh, the decrepit Phil Mickelson, Lee Westwood, Ian Poulter, diminishing skills, Graham McDowell, Martin Keimer, or apathy, Dustin Johnson, who'd rather be fishing. There uh, are stars emeritus, their best rendered roadkill, some miles back by younger, healthier, and more powerful competition. Any suggestion that he belongs among their ranks will wound a prideful man like Brooks Kepka, but it's true. Uh, he goes on to say, and finally, Kepka, who had several terse exchanges with Saudi reps when rejecting their advances in 2021, he eventually found his price. All right. So everybody's got an opinion on it. I'd like to see what the, the end game is here. What is the bigger picture here? What's going to happen at the Masters? What happens with the Ryder Cup? And I don't know if it matters to these players. It matters to us. We want to see the President's Cup, the Ryder Cup, you know, have the best players play in the Masters and the U.S. Open, the Open Championship, all of that. We want to see that. I just don't know if there is a solution that, that maybe you could mend this relationship. Maybe you could coexist. I don't see how that happens. Unless, all right, we'll give you this, we want this. Now, the one thing that's come out of this is the prize money. Prize money is going up significantly. And I think this will change the PGA Tour, and it'll change it for the better for the players on the PGA Tour. More money. I think things are going to get more interesting and creative on the PGA Tour without revealing too much of what I was told yesterday. But it feels like, okay, we can't compete with that kind of money, but we can still make it a little bit more lucrative. And maybe we don't, we don't ask as much of you as we have before. It feels like that. Let's, let's do this together. We're all in this together. And I think that's what the commissioner is trying to do with the players that are on tour. Uh, Harold in Virginia Beach leads us all this, this hour. Hi, Harold. Hi, Dan. Good morning. Thanks for taking me. Uh, October 21st on your calendar, 5-8-155. Thank you. Uh, I just had a quick um, question for you to follow uh, in a moment. But first, I wanted to talk about uh, just for a second – Kept leaving the tour for live, you know. I don't care. It doesn't matter who, he, whether he goes or others go. Um, it's still not golf to me. It's, it's like a corporate outing. You know, everybody gets a goodie bag and a trophy, and I'm just waiting to find out if they have cart girls, you know, out there on the course. I haven't heard that. Um, but my my question for you is, and maybe the Danettes, which do you love more, sports or music? All right. Well, thank you, Harold. Uh, sports is my job. Music is more of a hobby, a passion. I mean, I love, I, I get to talk sports every day. That's a great luxury. That's a hobby for most people. But I get to do it every single day. Music, when I'm done with the show, I don't listen to other talk shows. I, I, I just can't. It's not that they're not good or interesting or popular. It's just, I'm done. Now, it's like the car mechanic when he's done working on cars, comes home, and the last thing he wants to do is his neighbor goes, Hey, Tommy, come over and look at this carburetor. No, no, not interested. But music, music, you just kind of disappear. And uh, it's always a, a welcome relief where you just, you don't have to think as much. Yes, Todd. Now, Paul just had an interesting question. Which one would you, if you had to give up one of those two Ooh. forever, just watch sports or just be able to listen to music? Well, if I gave up sports, then I would have to give up the job. So That's a, that could be a, a double, a double whammy. You could just sit on an island and listen to music. No, I don't want to give up this job. <laughs> no, I love music, but I don't want to give up this job. Yes, he I might be thinking about this too deeply, but if you choose sports over music, does that also remove music from sports? 
Well, I think I'm allowed to sort of have it, you know, by association. Because, like, like, music is, is so prevalent now yeah. in basically in all sports, right? If I'm getting it from a sporting event, then I can sort of get some music in there or a halftime show of the Super Bowl. What if it's no longer? No. You gave up music, so now sports loses all music, too. Okay, all right, that's fine. I can still, I'll survive. I'll hum. <laughs> what are you going to hum? You don't I even don't know. know any songs. Uh, I, <laughs> I can't sing, according to you, but, uh, you know, I might be able to hum a little Some bit. Solid hum. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> don't know if you meant it that way, but... <laughs> <laughs> what, the, what the heck has happened? That was the name of my college band. Yeah. So- yeah. Solid hummer. We didn't go very far. <laughs> yeah, I play the drums. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Steve in Georgia. Hi, Steve. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Hi, Steve. 61220. Right. Uh, my question is if the majors decide to exclude live tour members and more and more players lead the PGA tour, how much does this increase Tiger's odds to win? Uh, more majors break Jack's records, and if he does, how will those wins be viewed? I don't know if we're going to have an asterisk, and there could be a there'd have to be a hundred golfers to leave. I would think for Tiger to be able to surpass Jack Nicklaus. I mean, I don't think it's the golfers that are there. I think it's Tiger. Tiger's preventing Tiger from being able to compete. He'll be at the Open Championship and probably likes his chances there. Um, and hopefully he's able to put together four really good rounds there. But, you know, when uh, Patrick Harrington won his majors, I don't even know if Tiger was playing at the time. We'd have to check on that. But nobody said, oh, let's put an asterisk by it. And I just thought of it because I think at the time, uh, Patty Harrington won, what, three majors? But Tiger wasn't playing in those events. Yes, Pauline. You know, one thing you said a couple minutes ago about the PGA Tour and the events, they're going to up the purses. Yeah. They have the purse in the U.S. Open. Yeah. If I'm a, P, if I'm a PGA pers- uh, player or someone who went to the Live Tour, I would have asked, where is this money coming from and why didn't we get it six months ago? Is this in your coffers and you could have raised the purses before? Maybe that's what they're upset about is that the PGA Tour or these events are holding back money from the golfers that they could have given. Because I don't think they just invented $20 million and got $20 million in new sponsors, they probably said, we better unleash, unleash some more money for these tournaments. I was told that they were going to go to their sponsors and ask for more. Because if you want to keep these players, you know, have more eyeballs on your, you know, your commercials, uh, your sponsorships, then we all have to be in this together. That's what I was told yesterday. I mean, it wasn't one of those... All right, let's go in the back room and open up the safe and bring out that money that everybody was going to be getting. Now we can't have that. We're going to share it with the players. I hope it helps the players. Now, I think we look at golf when you go, God, what a great way to make a living. Well, it is until you don't make a great living, and it's a grind. Week in, week out, younger players, stronger players, better players, injuries happen. I mean, I think that's why Brooks Kepka left. I think one of the reasons he got paid, he had four majors. You know, that's territory, you know, where fertile territory where you go, man, if he gets a couple more, let's, what if he gets seven or eight? Now, maybe he doesn't care. I don't think physically he's healthy. I think his body kind of broke down. Bryson DeChambeau, that body's going to break down. Already has. He got a major. All right. Dustin Johnson, I think, is still in good health. It's just, He's, he's not a must-see golfer and probably thought, and I don't even know if he loves golf. I had somebody yesterday say, you know, Dustin can't turn down that money and it gives him more opportunities to do what he wants to do, and that is not play golf. That he has other interests there. Phil Mickelson, okay. Phil's always great to see. He's always interesting, but he's not winning anything, I don't think, anymore. Yeah, Marv. Do you think those guys would rather listen to music or play golf? <laughs> Thank you, Mark. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Yeah. No, I, no, I'm not even giving you a bloop there. No, not getting a bloop. I, the U.S. Open, by the way, this year, just last week, uh, the purse for the entire field in 2021 was $12.5 million, And suddenly it was $17.5 million this year, the biggest jump in U.S. Open history. And there's no new sponsorship deals. All the sponsors were the same. Yeah. They just found $5 million and added on to mm-hmm. the, the purse. 
Well, they had they had to ask these sponsors to give more money. Yeah. Because they don't want to lose, you know, the rel- relevance of this is a major and we're sponsoring this. You know, the Masters doesn't care about money. They didn't care about commercial inventory a couple of years ago. And I don't know what they're going to say if you go, hey, you know, we're going to welcome the live tour players. Well, if you've won the Masters as Sergio and Phil, uh, Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reed, Charles Schorschel, you're going to be able to play in the Masters. Now, they have that lifetime invitation there. But I don't know what the other majors are going to eventually do. But I think the prize money is going to be going up over $20 million for some of these events now. Let's take a break. More phone calls coming up. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. A lot of people want to uh, give their thoughts on cereal and milk. Or is it milk and then cereal? We'll be back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., 
and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Stat of the Day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards, the Dan Patrick Show. Got some new T-shirts there. Really like what we've done with these T-shirts. A lot of great shirts there. Go to danpatrick.com. A lot of sales going on. Shohei Otani hit two homers, drove in eight, but the Royals beat the Angels in 11 innings. His home runs traveled a combined 861 feet, the longest combined distance in home runs at uh, Angels Stadium since at least 2015. Also, eight RBIs, most by an Angel since Garrett Anderson had 10 back in 2007. Stat of the day, stat of the day, here comes the stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, here comes the stat of the day. And they're 11 games out of first place. Colin Morikawa is passing on the opportunity to talk about having milk in his bowl and then putting cereal in it. But Fritzy did reach out. You know, probably too controversial. He'll talk about the live tour, but he's not talking about having milk and then putting cereal in the bowl. It was, hi, Todd. Colin is passing. Thanks for checking in. Exclamation point. Because I always say to Fritzy, well, how did they say no? And then he'll say, oh, you know, got this exclamation point or smiley face or mm, kind of terse. But uh, that that's fine. That's a that's a pleasant, you know, hey, we're we're, we're going to pass on. More that, often than so. not, it's a polite uh, not available or something. But every once in a while, you get the uh, something a little awkward. Rob Gronkowski announces retirement, but his agent doesn't even think he's retiring. I, I've never seen that before. Gronk announces he's retiring. Drew Rosenhaus, who loves himself some Drew Rosenhaus, then came out and said, uh, I don't think he's retiring. You know, if Tom calls, then, you know, he'll probably come back. Maybe if Gronk goes, you're not going to pay me $15 million. Uh, will you pay me eight and I'll come back and play half a season for you? Next January, Gronk will be playing in the playoffs, calling the playoffs for a media outlet, or in Vegas, hosting a pool party. If you had to bet on one of those, Todd, Rob Gronkowski next January, playing in the playoffs, broadcasting the playoffs, or in Vegas, hosting a pool party. Uh, Sin City, having a good time with the ladies at the pool. All right, well, he's got a, a long-term, uh, you know, steady relationship. Well, the ladies in the distance just waiting uh, okay, to them. Okay, all right. Uh, see, Can I add in an all of the above? Because he couldn't get to the playoffs, get knocked out, get hired by Fox to call the rest to do the rest of the playoffs with them, and host a pool party in Vegas. I kind of think he does all of them. No, no, you don't. That's not. That wasn't an option. You have yeah, to that's pick I one just, of the three. No, I and saying, I said no. Yeah, well, I said no. And I said no. Yeah, I said no. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since I've said that to my kids. Well, how about I said no? Yeah, I like sometimes my kid will be like. Um, because I, I said know. so. He'll say something like, just like the most innocent thing, like, hey, how about some ice cream or something? And I said no. <laughs> and it's like, what? I didn't, oh, my God. <laughs> I was so stressed out when I did second shift at the mothership. And it's, it, it's horrible that it's on tape. I was at home, and I was working six days a week. I know, boo-hoo. Six days a week. And I would be working, I'd go in at like 10 in the morning and I'd leave at midnight. I'd sleep in my office. So for three years, I had the, the worst schedule you could possibly have. And I was, I was so stressed out, tired. And my wife goes, why don't you take the kids swimming? I said, all right, I'll take them swimming. And I thought, okay, I'll get the video recorder out. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to be all in. And, and my daughter, who is now 29, she had to be five and she's got her floaties on and, and she comes right up to the camera and she goes, Hey dad, why don't you jump in the pool? And you know what my response was? Hey, Grace, why don't you mind your own business? 
That's just harsh. It's immortalized on tape? Yes. Hey, Grace, why don't you mind your own business? I'm thinking, who does that? How about, nah, I'm not in the mood. I'd rather not. I don't feel like getting wet. Well, I know what the answer is. Shut up. You're going to tell your business. Me. Yeah. Why don't you mind your own business? Yes. In fact, Todd, why don't you mind your own business? Sure, I really should mind my own business. No, it was horrible. And you could hear my voice. And she, and she just turns around. And you see her little feet paddling away. Tears in the water. With her foot. No. No, she didn't cry. I, I, but I'm on tape as saying, hey, Grace, why don't you mind your own business? And she goes, okay. And then turned around and just floated away. And I went, God. That's when you don't know what you need to know. And I was, I was, I was in over my head. Yeah, Seton. Did your daughter say, uh, I'm just trying to give my opinion. It, like it would have been, it, it would have been very similar to that. The, the reaction that I had. Developing a pattern here. Yes. I, I Celtics could really be the team to beat this year. I mean, they just look like a mess. And wait, how- wait, Jake, don't overreact like this. You're you're better than that, right? I'm just giving my opinion like I'm supposed to. I know, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no, 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 Jake, I'm kidding oh, with you. Oh, so bad. <laughs> oh, okay. You know I love you, little right? guy. Wispy little voice. I know. I'm just trying to give my opinion like I'm supposed to. He's now a junior at Syracuse. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> but it, But it's on tape. That's the thing. And uh, you talk about being clueless. And I, I, you know, I was like, no, I'm on TV. You know, I, I'm doing, I, everything's great. And then all of a sudden you realize, uh, you need to kind of step back here a little bit. Why don't you mind your own business? Okay. What a tyrant. <laughs> hey, will you shut up? <laughs> it's just really taking it out on your kid. I'm working long hours. I don't want to go in the pool. Yeah. Hey, why don't you go get some more celebrities okay. to uh, show up at the right. Bob Mitzvah? There you go. Yeah. How about doing some videos? Your back yeah. Yeah, why don't you make it about yourself instead of your son? <laughs> How many times I said the whiff 112 <laughs> times in the last three weeks? Let me out. Get your ducky and go play in the pool. <sighs> at least Grace had a dad. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> would, would you have preferred to have your dad yell at you or not have your dad around? Oh, no, I probably would have took the yelling. Oh, you would have? Yeah. Yeah, instead of, oh, you going to your dad's? <laughs> All right. You never have to buy a Father's Day gift for your dad. Oh, it was always a day off. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Paul. Whole question, what kind of dad do you want? Mean, gone, or dead? <laughs> those are the three types. They're, they're good ones, but we're not putting those in. Mean, gone, or dead? It's like... Uh. You know, one of my family members said, hey, can you stop with the dead dad stuff? And I said, no, no, it's good. It, it's good. Because yeah. people, I like when the audience rubs it in. You know, we had one of our listeners saying, hey, I drove to Ohio and had a barbecue with my dad. You know, it, it, it's, it, you know, that's a direct message to us. You, me, and Fritzy. If you're a DDC member, it hurts. Yeah. Dead dad club. Yep. <laughs> it's hard having a football catch, throwing it off the wall. It doesn't bounce back right. <laughs> maybe one of those little sponge balls. Maybe yeah. it'll come okay. back somewhat in your direction. All right. Bloop, bloop. All right. I'll give that to you. Uh, Gronk retired. I was wondering. Uh, his uh, Gronk's got a dad. Yep. <laughs> Show off. Yeah. Got a dad. Uh, Hall of Famer. I think there, there was a... a my question, I think, might have been on the Hall of Fame website, like Gronk, Hall of Famer. And I went, no, no, we, we, don't, we don't do that. That's like first ballot Hall of Famer if you want to, but he's first ballot Hall of Famer. I think, you know, that's where you go, hey, we want to get in the clicks business. How about we do this? How about Gronk overrated, question mark, or something like that? Gronk among all players... Regardless of position, Gronk ranks fourth in postseason receptions, third in postseason receiving yards, and second in uh, postseason receiving touchdowns. Uh, Let me see if there's any other interesting numbers here. Using combined regular season and postseason stats, Gronk ranks eighth all-time in receptions, fifth in receiving yards, third in touchdowns. He's got 107 touchdowns. I mean, that, that's the difference when you have somebody who plays in big games and is a difference maker in big games. And Gronk has certainly been that. 
Maybe comes back. Maybe comes back and plays half a season for Tampa. Also, I wondered, could you check the exact quote by Drew Rosenhaus's agent where, hey, if Tom calls, come back this year, and I think he says next. And I'm wondering if Gronk would give, maybe take a year off, if Tom doesn't stay in Tampa, would Gronk join him? Do you have the quote, Paulie? Yeah, this is from Drew Rosenhaus to Adam Schefter. Okay. Quote, it would not surprise me if Tom calls him during the season to come back and Rob answers the call. This is just my opinion, but it wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if Rob's come, Rob comes back during the season or next season. See, there you go. There you go. That's, that's yeah. the hidden part of the quote. Next season. Okay. Yeah, more. So why would you even call it a retirement? Didn't you just go over this with Drew? I, I don't know what happened where the agent refutes his client in saying that he's going to retire. <laughs> no, he's not. I wouldn't be surprised if Tom calls him and he's coming out of retirement. Maybe he just said, look, um, I'd like to get more money. And maybe the Bucks said, we're not going to pay you more money. And he probably was like, it's like Tom, when, when Brady announced his retirement, there were a lot of people that didn't believe it. And rightfully so, because now we find out that he wanted to play for the Dolphins. Yet what happened was, Shefty broke, and I think Jeff Darlington, they broke the news. Tom wasn't ready to announce the news. I think Tom was still figuring out, could I get to Miami? Could we get Sean Payton? And could I be, you know, part owner? And then all of a sudden, they announced the retirement, and then Tom comes out, kind of hastily called retirement. Uh, you know, wasn't thanking the Patriots, and then people go, wait, what's up with this? But uh, it feels like Gronk is not officially retired. All right, let me get some phone calls in here. People caught up in the Colin Morikawa controversy, and that has nothing to do with golf. He puts uh, milk in first and then cereal. Corey in Washington on that topic. Hi, Corey. Good morning. Uh, first time, long time. Uh, I am one of those people who puts milk in first. Now, granted the fact I have not had cereal for breakfast in quite a while. <laughs> but, when I was, but when I was younger, I was very obsessed with not having soggy cereal at all. So my favorite cereal was Crispix. I don't know if anybody remembers Crispix. Yeah. But supposedly they were supposed to stay crispy a little bit longer. So what I would do is I would pour a little bit of milk into the bottom of the bowl, float enough Crispix on top <laughs> of the milk so that they would just lightly be coated, and then I would eat the Crispix, and I would just add Crispix as I would eat them off the top until the milk was gone. All right. Well, thank you, Corey, for that breakdown. All I know is, growing up in a family of six kids, you didn't waste any time in breakfast because if the milk ran out, my mom would my mom would put water in the milk container and just you'd shake it around a little bit. And so you sat down to eat. Let's you know, it, it wasn't, hey, I'm enjoying the uh, Captain Crunch. It's I'm going to eat this before my two older brothers get down here or my younger brother and my two younger sisters, because if not, we run out of milk. And then all of a sudden we run out of it. And then we would have my mom would get Kellogg's Special K. And I go, what mom gives that to their kid? It's healthy, but nobody wants Special K. So once Captain Crunch, Honeycombs, Frosted Flakes, when they're done, all of a sudden the Special K came out. And it's like, oh, man. Do you see that? Bill's got, he's got to eat Special K. Hey, he got down there too late. Yeah, Paul. I have no proof of this, but that last caller, Corey, was probably calling from a woman's prison. Anytime you make decisions like that in life, it probably just... What? There's Whoa. no way you could be what? doing that. Whoa. Wow. People are calling out people who think they're <laughs> wow. crazy. I'm not sure of it. I have no proof. Colin in Florida, but not <laughs> Colin Morikawa. At least I don't think. Hey, Colin. Hey, Dan. How are you? Six foot, 200 pounds? Yeah. First of all, as a fellow Colin, specifically with two L's, I should say Colin Morikawa... He is giving us a bad rep. Ooh. I am a cereal first, no second. We don't need that stereotype floating around. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, Colin. Uh, he goes with two L's. He wants to separate. He, he, he just started with the two L's. More damaging to the brand, yeah. two L's or... <laughs> 
having milk and then cereal, cereal on top. into milk. Uh, Barry in Santa Fe would like to give his thoughts on this. Hi, Barry. Good morning. Well, you guys are in rare form today. Yeah. Uh, good morning, fellows. Good morning, chat row. Uh, milk first is not only weird, it's inefficient. First of all, if you put the milk in first, it uh, throws off the cereal-to-milk ratio, and you're ter- determining how much cereal you have by the amount of milk, when it obviously should be the other way. Secondly, you then have to stir the cereal in the milk to get proper coating, and that could cause a splashage, which, of course, would make your wife uh, yell at you. Not that I have that problem. And uh, for the record, I like my cornflakes soggy. Let's go Mets. All right. Thank you, Barry. I love Barry. Barry. I really do. Barry might be an engineer for all <laughs> I know. It's inefficient. All I know is, what was the quote that Barry had that one time when I asked him if he was married? I do what I want, <laughs> when I want, uh, something like something, how I want. How I want. Like By the way, guess whose wedding anniversary it is today? Marvin. Yeah. Yeah. Give him, yeah, how about we give him a little hand? Oh, come on. Uh, okay, come on. Yeah. Uh, nine glorious years. And, of course, when I ask you, how do you keep the magic going, you had no answer. It was crickets. It was unbelievable. Everybody's going around about, you know, what you love about your wife. And then we went to you and you went, I don't have anything. You just said, dude, I had advice. I have plenty of reasons why I love you know, no, no, it doesn't wife. matter now. It doesn't matter now. I don't as, care. As long as we stay married. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care. I did care at the time, and I thought it was fascinating that you had no, no advice to give on how to have a successful marriage. So happy anniversary to my wife. Yes, yes. Jillian, yes. Nine, nine years strong. Yeah, you know, ish. Strong-ish. Well, you got a great son. Let's put it that way. That's right, and he's eight. Yeah. We, we didn't waste any time there. <laughs> no, you didn't. Uh, we'll come back. we got more phone calls to get to uh, here on the Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NASCAR's new era is here. Join in the fun. Don't miss the excitement of NASCAR on NBC returning to Nashville Sunday, 5 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. I guess Gronk is considered the best tight end of all time. Certainly look at the postseason numbers. But is Travis Kelsey, can Travis Kelsey pass Gronk as the greatest tight end of all time? Because I might look at Kelsey as greater during the regular season. Gronk has had such an impact in the postseason. Yeah, Paul. All right, so there's, here's a little background on it. So Rob Gronkowski in 11 seasons was first-team All-Pro, the biggie, first-team All-Pro four times. Yeah. 621 catches, uh, 92 touchdowns. That's Gronkowski's big stat. Gronk only had one season with 90 or more catches. You know, he'd always miss a game or two, dinged up, missed some time. Travis Kelsey, though, is crushing the regular season. Kelsey, I think, is in eight seasons has 704 catches and 57 touchdowns. A lot fewer touchdowns. But Kelsey is going to be in three years at, at 1,000 catches. Now, in the postseason, Kelsey is also catching people pretty fast. Uh, Kelsey, by the way, is a three-time first-team All-Pro. Um, Kelsey has 109 postseason catches and 12 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Gronk in the postseason has 98 catches, so Kelsey's already passed him in catches, and 15 touchdowns. Assuming Kelsey plays three more years. Yeah, but how old is Kelsey? He's, 20, he's 32. He got a, slow, a little bit of a yeah. slow start. Okay. He and Gronk are the same age. Oh, maybe you know a couple months, eight months difference. Yeah, but Kelsey, you know, is is still rolling. Kelsey last year, ninety two catches, nine touchdowns. You know, he's going to start catching all time. Tony Gonzalez is the regular season king. He's got thirteen hundred and twenty five yeah, catches. I mean, we forget about Tony Gonzalez. Um, you know, and not having postseason success. You know, anywhere near what you know Kelsey or Gronk have. Uh. Gibson, or uh, Antonio Gates. I was saying Antonio Gibson. Uh, you know, Gates had an unbelievable regular season numbers. Yeah, Paul. Tony Gonzalez was first-team All-Pro at age 23 and age, at age 36. <laughs> That's a toughie. That's like Jerry Rice stuff. Yeah. Dave in Nova Scotia. Hi, Dave. What's on your mind? Hey, bud. Hey. Danny, just wanted to weigh in. Definitely, uh pretty bummy news to hear that that Gronk's hanging it up. I, I kind of agree with you guys that I think he's probably going to end up making a, a reunion tour with, with Tommy in the postseason. But on a lighter note, just wanted to call in. Um, heading south to get hitched here with the roommate and wanted to see if you and the Danettes had any advice on uh, a successful marriage with uh, with Katie and I. Is, is, I Kate, I is Katie there? Yeah, yeah, Katie, Katie is here. All right. Where are you getting married, Dave? Uh, we're getting married in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, Danny. Oh, all right. And how did long get, how long you, have you been together? Uh, we've known each other since we were 10 years old. I've uh, been chasing uh, chasing her around since 10 years old and uh, finally, finally locked it down about three years ago. So it took a little while, but persistence is the key. Did you have to ask multiple times for her to marry you? Um, I'd prefer not to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> Dave. You started the line of questioning here. Uh, yeah. we, we've had a good run, Danny. Okay. All right. Well, safe travels, and uh, we hope to keep you company there on the way down. And uh, I, I don't know what kind of advice I would have for Dave. I need to know a little bit more about the relationship. But uh, congratulations, Dave and Katie. I love love. I mean, that's really what this comes down to. <laughs> 
is I love love. Yeah, Paul. If you had asked uh, a girlfriend to marry you and she said no, would you stick? And, and as a, uh, without knowing the details behind, let's say. Well, no, no, no. I I think that you. If she said no, but did she say no? Not right now. We're not at there yet. Yes. Some nice ways. Yes. That, but then I would respect that. Uh, but imagine you bought the ring, you do the knee thing, you tell like, maybe a couple people, hey, I'm I know. popping the questions. Tonight. I know, I know. That one would sting, but I I would respect her if she said, not right now. Yes, Eden. Nah. Oh, you move on. Go on, yeah. Okay. That day, that hour? Like, Because then it's like, well, then what are we doing? Well, she might say, let's spend more time together here. Let's not rush into this. Yeah. I mean, not everybody had magic, love at first sight, like you did. Well, and you love love. <laughs> I do yeah. love love. Yeah. Like, didn't you decide to get married smoking heaters on a New Year's Eve with your wife? Uh, that's how I met her. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, ripping Be- heaters on the day before New Year's Eve. Oh, okay. And then, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, ripping yeah. heaters. <laughs> <clears throat> it was great. She was like the... She, I was at a party, right? It was. Uh, it was like... Two straight couples, two gay couples, and me and her. Okay. Those are the only people that showed up. And she always says it's like shooting fish in a barrel. And we were also the only two smokers. Though by the end of the night, everybody had kind of tied one on, and everybody was smoking at that point. Mm. One of those deals. Mm. But yeah, you know, you're just hanging out. You're both single, and go smoke some heaters. <laughs> Get to know each other. But you're, you famously were outside smoking a cigarette when Derek Jeter got his 3,000th hit. Correct. Because yeah. I, thought, I thought I had more time. I thought he wasn't coming up for like another <laughs> inning or two. And I was just like, oh, no, we got time. And I just remember, I think it was Paulie came running out. He was like, you missed it. I know. We were, like, at, a bar, we were at a bar in New York and we were like, Let, let's go watch Jeter. He's going to get his 3,000th hit. And uh, Seton goes outside to have a smoke. And all of a sudden, we're like, where's Seton? Where's Seton? And then Jeter has a base hit. And we're like, oh. Satan! He goes, ah, missed it. I'm, <laughs> I'm ripping a heater. Yeah, yeah, Paul. There's some more to this story. We were in the bar, and I was like, here, Jeter's in the in the on deck circle. I'm like, I gotta find him. I gotta find him. I wanted, didn't want him to miss it. I ran into the women's bathroom. I ran down to where the bathroom was. He's got to be in the bathroom. I opened up the women's bathroom door, start yelling, Seton. And then I went in the men's bathroom, and he's nowhere to be found. Well, why did you think he'd be in the women's bathroom? I just saw the bath. I saw a bathroom door. The first one I oh. saw, it. it didn't have any sign on it. Manny Ramirez. Uh, was uh, on, he was being interviewed on Nesson. This is the most I've ever heard Manny Ramirez talk. So there's a question from the reporter, but here's Manny Ramirez talking about Derek Jeter. There's a lot of pressure playing in Boston. There's no getting around it. That's the guy. I mean, really. Hey, but you got to understand this. If you haven't played in Boston or New York, you're not in the big leagues. Man, isn't that true? Hey, it's like if you put Jeter in Kansas City in those years. Right. He was just a regular player. Yeah. You put him on that big stage and hit 400 in the postseason for many, many Ooh. years. Oh, there's no doubt about no it. Doubt. He's the greatest in the history. This right? is a the tough greatest. place. This is a tough place to play. But he make you better. I will. Make you better because you got to be ready. Every night. Because they will let you know. Oh, yeah. They will let you know when you're not right. Well, that make you, to be honest with you, when I was with Cleveland, I was playing and I was a good player. But when I came to Boston, I got better because the fans, they will let you know that you wasn't playing right. Okay, there's a few things here because if you just see the quote, if Jeter was in Kansas City, he'd be just another player. Now, I, I, I don't think he is saying that to slight Jeter because he's talking about he's the greatest or one of the greatest and New York made him a better player just like Boston and uh, made him a better player and Big Poppy. You're on a stage, you're on the stage every night. In Kansas City, you might be a Hall of Fame. Like, unless you put up numbers, George Brett became one of the all-time great players because he was great in the postseason. He had unbelievable numbers, but he did that in Kansas City. Yes, Eden. It's like, yeah, Mike Trout... If he's playing for the Yankees or the Red Sox, he's probably. If they're winning, if they're winning, because if he was playing for the Yankees, he wouldn't have been in the World Series. If you look at what they're still a big stage, though. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But just like Aaron Judge, Aaron Judge, he's up for arbitration today, I think. Isn't he, Todd? Is that? uh... Yeah, it's supposed to start and it could go in over the next few days. Yeah. Do you have to go to the arbitration? Because I, I would hate to hear the negative side of this. Where you go in and, you know, somebody's saying, ah, he's not worth that. 
He's worth this. I would come in with eye black on, full uniform. Yeah. Yeah. Bring in my bat. Does anybody have a donut on their bat anymore in baseball? Oh, that's the best. Never have a donut. Or you couldn't up. couldn't get the donut off. <laughs> so you, you just <laughs> bat on the ground. <laughs> Two hours in the books. One more to go. Special guest coming up. Paulie. Paulie recommended this guest coming up. Final hour after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.